You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. February 19th, 2021, the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, Everybody is a Star, edition of SmackDown. Tonight, the go-home show before the Elimination Chamber. Oh, that finish, everybody got their stuff in. It was the greatest hits montage. <laughs> Everybody's a star. <laughs> I mean, right? Like the way they do that ending where six man tag, uh, we have to have a winner. We have to have a loser, but let's see everyone's finisher just for old time's sake. I do. When I wrestled, I did like that in my matches. If there's like a six man or an eight man, we did a pretty cool one in the survivor series. I was in my, 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 my rookie year and it, you call it up, up, up when you're going over the match backstage at the end of the match. And it's just bicycle kick to, let's say, Kurt Angle. I turn around. I eat an F5 from Brock Lesnar. He turns around, eats an FU from John C. You know what I mean? It gets the fans up. Um, but you want to be able to do it right as well, to be fair. God dang it. Sorry. Yeah. I think this was a good SmackDown. Issa and I were talking before he came on, Matt, that uh, better than Raw. But as I said, you know, would you rather be hit in the stomach or punched in the oh, face? Yeah. Yes, I was just gonna say, yeah, really, it's like being the world's totally short person. I mean, really, you're really, you know, bragging about that, yeah, yeah, it was solid, but go home for elimination chamber. I mean, so let's talk about the good versus the bad. Uh, good edge got to interact with everyone tonight. I like yes. that, me too, me too. Made you feel like, I mean, we know Roman's gonna retain, but if it didn't go that way. There were shades. Maybe we do get DB versus Edge at some point. Maybe we do get KO versus Edge at some point. That's good. Uh, yeah. Apollo, uh, could they have foreshadowed that heel turn and attack anymore? But still good for him. This is new. This is different. This is intense. And uh, perhaps the biggest swerve I saw today, and that includes the latest episode of WandaVision, is that Reginald the sommelier uh, shifting alliances, perhaps. Yeah. I called that weeks ago. So Yes. <laughs> Uh, so there was a lot to like, but that being said, are you pumped for Elimination Chamber on Sunday? No, and, and here's the thing you need to remember. Elimination Chamber is a throwaway pay-per-view before WrestleMania. It's just a filler, and it's just to give you one more possibility of what maybe can happen at WrestleMania with, with certain matchups. At least over the years, that's how it's been booked. So I've always considered it a throwaway pay-per-view. 
Um, but so that said, that's why I thought the show tonight was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the reason you just said with Edge earlier. And if there was especially fans who, with um, Elimination Chamber, it's the last one on the network before they go to Peacock. So they're not going to put a lot of effort. I was just going to say, Issa, if, if there was fans in the arena tonight, what they did with Edge, you'd consider it's, it's kind of like a, a, a heat check in the NBA. When you see Stephon, uh, uh, Stephen Curry pull up from half court, like out of nowhere, that's him just heat checking to see if his three-pointer is on tonight or not, right? That's what they do in wrestling every once in a while with a big star like Edge. And Vince wants to see and do like this, this Coke, this Coke Pepsi taste test, if you will, to see how the fans respond to seeing that matchup. Remember that one year when it was like Nakamura and AJ in the middle of the rumble there for like a second there? Was it a ladder match maybe? They the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, that that's an example of a heat check to see what are the fans going to do. So that's why I was pissed. I loved they did it tonight, but I'm like, ah, the fans weren't there live to mm-hmm. give us what we know would have been pandemonium when, him, when he did it with DB. Yes. Um, and some of the others. I feel like we still don't talk about this enough that we are living, uh, speaking of WandaVision, in uh, Vince's dream scenario. He gets to completely manipulate and set up, this is how the fans react to this superstar. This is how yeah. they boo this superstar. Yeah. This is how they cheer this one. This is right. like Vince's warped mind. This, this is his wet dream come true. It is. It is. Absolutely. Um, Brett Murphy, $5 super chat. Thank you. Saying, I think I'm on the ISA train. Got a train. Uh, Jay wins. Oh, with school, with the school of thought, Jay wins. Roman's music hits bell rings. Uh, Jay wins down the, I didn't, I don't read these all the time in full before I start reading them aloud. And then I am surprised the direction they go in. Me too. I thought for sure there was going to be some inappropriateness in the second sentence, and I thought we we're going no, to no. No, I've to... been calling. I've been calling for Jay Uso to just lay down for Roman, win the chamber, and just lay down for Roman, just for fun factor. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so tonight we open the show. We open the show with Edge coming out to the ring, Greg Hamilton doing the introduction, and Edge setting up, saying there are thirteen potential opponents he could pick for WrestleMania. I think we all know the one that he's picking, though. And he was interrupted by him. Uh, Universal champion Roman Reigns came out with Paul Heyman and Jay Uso. And this is just setting things up for the match. Now, of course, in the Elimination Chamber on Sunday, the SmackDown one, uh, the winner of that will immediately face Roman Reigns for a championship opportunity. Which I is love exciting. Sammy Zayn, actually. You forgot to mention Sammy Zayn oh, in yeah. that opening segment, which I thought he was brilliant up to the point where he got super kicked by Jey Uso. And Jey Uso just automatically went right back into position, like nothing even happened. I love that whole interaction. Um, I just think that Edge is just milking it. You know what I mean? And I love everything else that they did with him after the opening segment, but you're just going to come out to tell us for the fifth time that you haven't decided yet. That's great. And And giving other talents that the the rub mm-hmm. um, but but they also got to be careful not to do too many because then it's not going to mean as much eventually we're not there yet he's still new he's still back it's still new in general i just uh can't wait for him and roman that's going to be such an amazing amazing match at mania yeah i think it's going to be great um but yeah it's it's hard to suspend disbelief. Like this is going in any other direction. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe there's like, I guess, I, I, because wrestling is in a different place right now. And most of the fans are smart to it. Right. I don't think that's what they, they don't expect us to think he's going to go in another direction. I think they know we're smarter than that. So I think they expect us to suspend our disbelief in the other format of, Oh, cool. He just gave, you know, 
Sami Zayn a rub or cool. He gave Daniel Bryan a rub. I like that. We're Daniel Bryan fans. That's cool. You know, more that I would argue than there's no way on God's green earth they can expect us to believe that they're going to wrestle, that he's going to wrestle anybody else other than Roman. There's, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, like edge versus drew. No, Fred even drew. What about like, uh, what's his name from NXT? Like even that. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought that he would pick Finn Balor. I did think for a short period of time that he could pick Drew McIntyre just because the WWE championship is the title that he had to relinquish. If you go based on his, Mm. you know, old school storyline when he had to retire. Um, I thought there would be some slight chance there, but no, that's not the match we want to see. Well, and the contract edges on isn't that I'm going to come in, be champion, hold it down and do TV every week. It's that seasonally I will come back. I will do a storyline and angle a match right. and then disappear. Yep. It's the biggest money match available to him. It's the biggest matchup he could possibly pick. So it's yeah. going to happen. Jody, Shauna Jenkins, Canadian $5. Good to see you. Jody. Yes. Jody is the one who's interacting. And so on. Uh, and well, it's not, they're not, they're sitting there together, both watching the wrestling Inc. podcast. What would you do if it was three? What would you do if Jenkins was a third party? I would say what we, lack been, of trust is there in this three-way relationship that you all need the totally, same YouTube account. We, we've been dissing this Jenkins person this entire time by not giving them their proper ado. It's true. And you know when you sign up for YouTube uh, Red or YouTube Premium, which I still have from the Cobra Kai yeah. days on YouTube, they let you make five accounts. So this is really they're, – they're dedicated to this, uh, this, this, uh, this uh, thruple, as it were. Uh <laughs> Jody Sean I love Matt by the way, the Joni Shaw Jenkins. We shit on the couple profile thing and poke fun at that every week, and they still they still super chat, they still participate. And thank you for being such good sports. Um saying uh I really like the Apollo work. I'm interested. I know this wouldn't happen, but I'm all in on Cruz showing up and laying a beat down on Reigns. Well, I mean about that. Yeah, Yeah, like (laughs) I love his heel turn though. I do love it. I, I I believe in it. I believe in him that he's believing in it, which is really a great sign because he screams babyface otherwise. And he's, again, I always make this argument. It's going to be great for his career. He'll be a better babyface after this heel run because of it. Yeah, I think uh, tonight there is a lot of potential. <clears throat> there is a lot to uh, – they can do with this. And it's it's long overdue. I think Apollo should have been heel quite some time ago. Uh, before we get into this, Brian Cyrus, two dollars, saying, "Whatever happened to Bam Neely? Is he still around? I haven't." Is that a real question? Yeah, I can't. What are you, Bam Neely's brother-in-law? Like, there's. Do you remember? Okay, Glenn, do you remember Bam Neely? Go ahead. Who was? I, I had to Google it. I had to Google it. No. The, uh, all right, you said you probably remember who he is, right? No. <laughs> so he was the body, six foot eight bodyguard of Chavo Guerrero when ECW. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do know who that is. So he was kind of he can, his claim to fame is he could technically say he was part of that. Uh, what would they call themselves with Edge, Vicky, Chavo, and then uh, uh, the Edgeheads? Hmm. What were they called? I forget what they were called. La Familia, something like that. Got it. It was on ECW though, guys. It was mainly on ECW and SmackDown. Uh, so, yeah, nobody knows. Nobody cares. No offense. Pranasha, two dollars, saying I'm excited to see Apollo and Heyman tomorrow on Talking Smack. That should be good. Um, Got to kick up the energy here, folks. It's Friday night. <laughs> We're all tired. 
we were talking before the podcast. Matt, how are you sleeping lately? Issa and I both were talking about our sleep woes. How are you doing? So you you, you you thought on a tough night it'd be a good idea to start diverting into side conversations instead of getting I, I the just got to get amped. I don't want to just I just want to go through the motions. I don't want to sit here and I just want to get the- through it so we could talk normal and not have a loom yes, over sure. our heads. Next up, we <laughs> here we go. It'll be like I'm doing a book report. Next up, we had Apollo Cruz versus Shinsuke Nakamura. We go back <laughs> to the ring and out comes Big E to a pop. No. Uh-huh. Uh, uh biggie at ringside was very entertaining as always that's the challenge though apollo versus shinsuke was great it's right. a good thing that uh apollo attacked biggie and drew attention away because the problem is you put someone like biggie out there and you know he wasn't doing uh the play-by-play necessarily but he was uh he was diverting attention all right. eyes on him he said what you think <laughs> He did do a good job at putting over his opponent, especially Shinsuke Nakamura. He really talked up Shinsuke Nakamura. And as a Shinsuke Nakamura fan, I really appreciated everything that he said about him. Um, I loved how they used the not having fans there to suspend the disbelief when Apollo threw the steel steps onto Biggie, who was laying on the ground. I actually really appreciated that, um, you know, them doing, taking advantage of the non-fan era to do something cool. Yeah. This was good. Still, are just a little bit saying it was a lot familiar. Uh, thanks, Joseph. Uh, so Nakamura got a surprise win. Apollo snapped, started beating up Nakamura. Big E got in there, uh, started beating up Big E, dropped the stairs on Big E, as Issa mentioned. Uh, the intensity was great. I think they've really built this well. But do you think that Apollo almost has to move on from Big E right away? to make this really have legs because if it's a feud between the two i don't think apollo is gonna come out triumphant in that he needs to win this feud after the heel turn or else it's just back to mediocrity and and the undercard really glenn do you know how many people have turned heel and they've done nothing with them so i yes i know that's what happens but i'm saying <laughs> we need to make it worthwhile you know Listen, I was more concerned about why it took 15 minutes for them to get Biggie onto an ambulance. How big is this Thunderdome that they were still rolling him around (laughs) 10 minutes after the whole thing happened? (laughs) Well, you you need to make sure that you're not going to, you know, jolt something. You have to stabilize them. You know, it's an intensive process. (laughs) Tropicana Field is known for not being the greatest place on earth. So... Jody Sean Jenkins, Canadian $5, saying totally off topic, but I've been watching Impact, in my word, in my opinion, it's so bad, so bad. Matt, I'm sure you have explained this, but what went wrong? I mean. I have been watching Impact, in my word. I know. Um, as much as people like to give Dixie Carter a, a bad time and say all these mistakes that she's made, there's never been a better era of TNA slash Impact than during her run, her ownership of that company. Mm-hmm. Ratings wise, superstar wise, we had a more. You could compare our show at one time to SmackDown when Jack Swagger was a champion on SmackDown. We had a better roster. Swear to God's my witness. You had AJ Joe, Chris Daniels, Beer Money, uh, uh, Nick Aldis, myself on this level, like right here. Then you had on this level the Kevin Nash's, the Stangs, the Steiners, the Booker T's, uh, uh, Ric Flair, Jeff Hardy, RVD. Um, Hulk Hogan, like, are you shitting me? Like, as far as talent goes, it, it, it was ridiculous. Um, company should still be around in its former uh, 
connotation. It, it, it really should. Um, but it is what it is, and they're where they're, at, where they're at today, and I hope the best for them. But it is a completely different company. That is not the company I wrestled at. Yeah. I mean, I, I forget they're still in business, except when they – I mean, they do have moments, right, where they, people get talking, I, I, but – and I try to keep up with them on Instagram and things like that and make positive comments here and there when I see stuff just because you feel like you should, you know? Yeah. You know, but yeah, big, oh, big drop. It sucks. Uh, we're going to talk about Seth Rollins in a moment, but Hey, want to uh, welcome back a sponsor of the wrestling Inc. podcast keeps two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35 and more than 50 million men in the U S suffer from male pattern baldness. There were only two FDA-approved medications that could prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both. How do they do it? Well, Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They have convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months, so you don't have to leave your home, which is fantastic, even if we're not in the situation we're in now. It's convenient. It's nice. It comes to you. And it's low cost. Treatment started just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions which is, you know, good. You're saving money to boot. Discreet packaging, proven results. They've got more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So you have to act fast. If this starts happening, take the reins. Get a hold of it. If you want to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com. That's K-E-E-P-S.com slash I-N-C to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash I-N-C to get your first month free. Keeps dot com slash I-N-C. Hey, and we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Gang Podcast. Again, if you have if you have issues, if it runs in your family, if you're concerned about this, if you start noticing things, get on it and get that first month free. Keeps.com slash I-N-C. We thank Keeps for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. So... Ah, <laughs> uh, I think about this a lot. I worry. I worry about losing my hair. I have dreams that, about. Does it. it run? Does it run in your family, Glenn? A little bit of bald spot does, you know. But I think about that though, and I think for some for some reason, like that's one of my recurring dreams is like losing my hair, which is funny considering how often I shave my head. But I know it'll grow back. But I'm always worried one day it, it won't. One day I'm gonna just you know shave my head and then it never grows back. Just don't put gorilla glue on it. You'll be fine. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Glenn, I, 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 I'm, I'm on to you. It's kind of like your T-shirt gimmick we are talking about on the stereo app the other night where you're setting the table. So one day if slash when, no, if it, if it ever did, if it ever did happen, you'd be like, well, look, everybody's already used to be with a bald head. Really, what's the big deal? I've been doing it for years. There are theories about that. I mean, that's you know why some I mean? guys do it, right? I mean, some, some guys that shave their head – I would I mean, shave my head tomorrow, but I know I can't. Like I'm intimidating enough as it is. My <laughs> wife, you want to hear intimidating? You want to hear some some real bleep here? My wife, before I'm like uh, my first day on campus, um, I just transferred over from Monmouth University to a school, ours college out there called Chaminade of Honolulu, Hawaii. Right? I was there to play basketball. She played softball. So we were there early on campus because we were athletes getting our, our housing set up, and before she even met me. She's like, oh, yeah, I heard all these things about you. You're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. She tells me this like a couple years later. But know what she said? She goes, I, she goes, you looked like a white supremacist. I was like, what? <laughs> and she goes, 
Matt, you're seven foot tall. You always had a grumpy. You always had a grumpy look on your face. You're always angry. You had tattoos, and you're really big and bald. I'm like, that's the the marker. I go, that's the marker that we're it, using. It is true. They've really ruined the bald look for for everyone. Oh, you know? skin and skin skinhead. I think that's exactly skinhead. how she puts. So then, yeah, and I'm like, geez. So like that's always been in the back of my head, and I immediately when she told me this, I started growing my hair back, and I was like, I can't go back to that look ever again. Even when I was in wrestling, <laughs> I wanted to do it because I thought it would look because I, I thought I looked better with a bald head than with freaking ninety eight degrees Nick Lachey haircut. <laughs> Which I, I don't know. It seems like it's worked out pretty well for you. You kept it going that, for twenty five years. Got, that, that I've got a, that I've still got going here. So. <laughs> <laughs> but but like you know what I mean? That I'd be way more intimidating looking, and I in this role I definitely cannot be. I agree. I mean, trust so, me, I would shave it tomorrow. It looks better. This isn't in the copy, but uh, you know, let me just say so for 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 keeps. This is why you got to get ahead because one, uh, you could lose your hair and you could look like an angry white supremacist, which Matt pointed out. Not a good look. And don't try and be the guy to be like, you know, in England, skinheads are against racism and they're really into ska and reggae music. Like, we yeah, we know that, but trust, that's not what people are going to think. They're going to see someone be like, white supremacist. Not like, uh, oh, he must be really into ska. No, uh, two, for every Michael Jordan who looks great with the shaved head, there's a Michael Chiklis who like looks like George Costanza-ish and no, nobody wants that. <laughs> it's very dicey. She would look weird with hair, though. Chickless? No, in the commission, yeah, he, she had hair back in the day. He did. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're right. He That's did. Keeps.com slash INC. Hook that up. Prevent it. <laughs> Get on top of it. Keep your hair. It's the weirdest night on this podcast in quite some time. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez, 499. This is all going to lead to like a six man ladder match at Mania with Biggie Apollo. Sammy Nakamura and probably two more people. The only thing I don't like about that, though, Justin, thanks for uh, uh, writing in again. Um, is I don't want big. I don't think Big E needs to be in a ladder match. Um, he needs to be in a feature. I would. I would much rather see him in a featured match. I mean, for, for him to do a couple spots and share it because that's what every ladder match is at Mania. It's, yeah. it's the pop of the night to the biggest, craziest, sickest bump that gets taken in that match versus who actually wins the match. And I want Apollo in a featured situation. Not Apollo. I'm sorry. Big E. Big E. I'm sorry. I did like that one. I mean, I was there in Dallas, so maybe a little prisoner of the moment, but when Zack Ryder won and then KO yeah, and they told a good story. That match was that amazing. One. That was yeah. a great story. They told where the winner did mean more, that meant more than his spots. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, George Devine can continuing. Bam Neely appreciation night on the Wrestling Inc. podcast saying, I remember Bam Neely from Edge's La Familia Days, LOL. He was Shava's bodyguard and I was getting involved in Edge's feud with Taker. Thank you for repeating what's everything I just said, George. Just have it apart with Taker. I should have said uh, that part. Good call. Jackson Callens, 499, asking the real questions. Uh, Issa, Cobra Kai, what's the status? Anyway. I watched the whole thing. Oh, I could not stop once I started. It's so good. I loved it. It is now. You really watch this? Isn't like Matt and the Mandalorian? Like you actually? No, 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 let's let's ask some trivia questions, Glenn. <laughs> I, I don't need to, to grill her. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You but can. I, I watched it. I'm very excited for where That's it goes from here. Uh, the the reunion <laughs> in the last two episodes, uh, Elizabeth Shue. We we have talked about our love of Elizabeth Shue on this podcast uh, many a time, and it was nice to see her again. She's aging very well. 
No, we start to do it, and then Raj frigging big dogs the conversation into <laughs> his weird happenstance of meeting her. I don't even remember what it is. I just know he's told it to us three times. Yeah, he talked to her brother it. once about an ad thing, and he tells us every time like we're going to be every impressed. Time. And like we we've, I think the last time we actually cut him off and finished the story for him. Because it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go like like he had a crush on her when he was little. It doesn't like go anywhere. Where we're we're talking about it. It's true, but it's true. Uh, oh, so uh, Jackson also saying. Anyways, Jay's in a good spot, but man, that kid is good all around. Look at in yes. ring body language, yes. believable. Yes, agreed. Uh, oh, nightmare knee five dollars saying screw SmackDown. It was Ooh. boring. IMBO. What's that mean? What does that mean, Isa? I don't know. Laugh. Laughing my butt, my off? butt off. Oh, my butt? L. Oh, it's an L. Uh, <laughs> can you explain why my messages aren't coming through on stereo? Well, because I I moderate the messages on stereo, and sometimes I don't get to all of them. Do you know? Oh, let's talk about this. It's hard. Let's uh, let's give a little plug for stereo right now, and our after show, as it were, that we are doing every Monday night. At stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein, stereo.com slash Matt Morgan, right when we finish up the show here. And of course, stereo.com NYC Demon Diva, Issa doing stereo content now as well. Stereo is a sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And uh, if you ever scream your opinions at us or you have questions or things you want to know, stereo gives you a chance to interact with us live. We do exclusively the after show, as it were, every Monday night on stereo, right when we finish the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And you steer the show, you get to ask questions. Uh, we get inundated with them. Matt, I think we had 300 questions this past Monday. I think we got to about 60 of them right. on the air. I'm yeah. listening to them. And I'll, I'll just give this guide if people want their questions answered. We want to get through more of them. If you could please keep them like 15 to 30 seconds because that yeah. way they're easy to moderate. They're easy to play. It's good. Uh, and you guys are asking really good stuff. We've got a lot of different directions. Yes. That it's going in and stereo is the app for live social conversation where you can host your own show, be a part of someone else's or simply just listen. They've got thousands of live social conversations with a wide range of genres for every interest, including news, comedy, sports and more. And again, you can choose, participate, or just sit back. And uh, you can also listen on demand. So if you want to listen to the after show, as it were, all past episodes, download the Stereo app for iOS or Android. And when you get on there, follow Glenn Rubenstein, follow Matt Morgan, follow NYC Demon Diva to check out her content. And you can go and listen to it just like you would a podcast, but it's exclusive to Stereo. And if you're around on Monday nights or you want to get notified, uh, you, when you follow us on there, you'll get notified when we go live other times throughout the week so you can pop in and participate. And Stereo is where we have uncensored opinions and exclusive content. And Matt, oh my God, Monday night, Matt Morgan and I are going to throw down on stereo after this podcast. Matt said something last week, and it was the most ignorant, ill-informed, just pretentious, dismissive statement that I take more issue with than anything else has ever said. And Monday night on stereo, I'm going to confront him about this, and we're going to have it out. So tune into that live for our live uncensored opinions. The Blueprint Matt Morgan versus Glenn Rubenstein. Having it out. I'm airing my grievances Monday on stage. This is like Edge picking Roman Reigns. You're, you're, you know you're going to lose, right, Glenn? Like, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I'm coming with facts. <laughs> I've been researching. I've got citations. It's going to be good time. So, again, Stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein. Stereo.com slash Matt Morgan for the confrontation Monday night <laughs> on Stereo. Okay, maybe I'm overselling this too much. It's going to be like 30 seconds and Matt's going to be move on That's next. Nobody right wants now. to talk about this. Anyhow, Stereo.com. 
We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Daniel Brooks, two ninety nine, saying here for Issa. That's nice. Hello. Thank you. Oh, you'll give him a follow back for that, right? Of course. <laughs> Mike Morgan, five dollars, saying that comment had to have been Pam Neely himself. That had been the most <laughs> random mention of a wrestler on this podcast. I had to look him up. Oh well. He did have a look. He was six foot eight, almost three hundred pounds. Did have a decent look, you know. But yeah, I kind of agree with you, Mike. Bam Neely is going to be our guest Monday night on Stereo <laughs> after the Wrestling Podcast. You should get him on the Wink Daily, the resurgence of Bam Neely, the Neelisance. Uh Wolfbane, two dollars. Uh, Isa, how did you get into wrestling? I used to go to Lucha Libre shows in Puerto Rico with my dad. We used to go and watch Carlitos Colon against Invader and not the kind of WWF that everybody got started with. And then um, then we got cable because, you know, I grew up in the island. <laughs> I didn't have oh, cable yeah. all the time. So I got into wrestling later on, though. Like WWE, WWF. When I originally fell in love with wrestling, I'm talking like WWWC in Puerto Rico, which Matt probably knows what I'm talking about because he wrestled out there. Well, yeah, we're wrestling council. Um, and, uh, Carlito Colon's father, or Carlos Colon's company. Let me ask you a question, Issa, mm -hmm. real quick. What about IWA? Were they were they always kind of a big deal there, or no? Not when I was growing up, right? Um, Carlos Colon kind of runs the island when it comes to right. wrestling, yeah. but they would they would get some good attendance on their show. I just wish they would have put more money into their marketing because every every local TV station always advertised for Carlos Colon's um federation to where iwa you have to kind of like be more of an insider to kind of know about uh -huh. it but if you went to a show they were always packed they just had smaller arenas so, so was it around before sabio vega came back to the islands like was it a company before yeah. sabio took it, it? okay it was but a lot of like i said not a lot of people knew about it because yeah. carlos colon is like the mob boss of wrestling in puerto rico <laughs> a huge 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 yeah. deal yeah man mm -hmm. you're right that's cool you got to see that and grow up on that Oh, I did. I remember the first match I ever saw. It was like Abdullah the Butcher is like putting the barbed wire on Carlos Colon's forehead. I'm like five, and I'm like, this is cool, Dad. And my dad is like, I know. And the rest is history. <laughs> That's awesome. That's some serious street cred because, folks, in Puerto Rico, the wrestling fans, just to put it in perspective, faces that can't go hang out with each other, heels cannot go out to dinner or lunch with each other. You can't go into the weight room together and work out like you see nowadays. Um, nowadays, it actually may have changed. I'm not sure, but at least. As of, I'd say, 2000 and uh, let's say 2009, 2010, yeah. I could I wasn't allowed to do that. Carlos had a deal where, look, it's different here. You can't be going out with my son and blah, blah, blah to go eat like you guys are best friends. We get it. But here can't do it. He goes, you're you're here to be my monster heel. Mm. He's obviously a baby face. And they will book different hotels. They will book different hotels for everybody. Yeah. Every time they will bring somebody from the U.S. to wrestle somebody else, they will put them in different hotels. It was, it was fun how long they were able to keep the kayfabe. It's not yeah. the same anymore. It's not sadly, yeah. but we we got it for a little bit longer than people did up here. Yeah. Robert Sadoff continuing tonight's theme, oh saying, God. "I don't think Sam <laughs> nearly ever won a match." Guys, come on. What happens if Van Neal really tunes in? This isn't nice. Uh, Nightmare Knee, $5, saying, just want to let you guys know that your comedy is the cure for depression. That's ah. Yeah. Not the cause. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, someone's saying IMBO is not laughing my butt off. It's in my boring opinion. Oh, I know IMO. I heard that. Yeah. Whatever it works. Uh, so, 
Good Lord, people are really talking about Bam Neely in the chat. But I know this is all fascinating, but more fascinating tonight was Seth Rollins in the letter that he wrote to WWE management. <laughs> Why are they doing this to him? Why are they bringing him back? And get, like, this is, he's coming across like bootleg Sami Zayn. Like, this isn't, this is bad. This is really bad. I, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer why they didn't press the reset button on him while he was gone. Um, and what's what, what also bothered me about this, not bothered me, but disappointed me, he just went through. I, I, I'm not, uh, I sound like Sam. I'm going to have a Sam moment here for a second and put myself over for hanging out with some of these people, right? That's what Sam always did. But the minute I heard Becky was pregnant, right, I wrote both of them. I wrote this long dissertation on how their galaxy is going to just be rocked. It's going to be completely different. You'll never look through your eyes in the lens of this world ever the same again. It's just impossible to do once you become a dad or a mom. And what they, what's, what he wrote back, I was really impressed with. And, and as, a, as, a, as a young man about to be a dad, not even be a dad yet, and I'm going, what the fuck, WWE? Like, this is a real emotion that this man just went through, being a dad. Why are you not tapping into that as a baby face or, or, or what? A, definitely baby face. Um, and, and how to get this out of him. And if you want to do something different with him, that's it. I'm not saying be daddy daycare and the kindergarten cops are corny like that. I'm saying have him go into that raw, raw, raw emotion and talk about it. And then from there, see what you guys want to do with him but i would have gotten him on live television somehow and i would have let him just open up and, and talk about what this means to his his world because again we're he we're also talking about his counterpart here becky lynch who's incredibly popular you know almost over woman generally speaking in that company at one point at the highest point right yeah. and um I just think it was a missed opportunity. Any opportunity I think is a missed one when something huge in someone's life happens and WWE does not take advantage of it and let them, whatever that something is, talk about it okay. and see where that can go versus, Oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring him back and do the same old stupid shit that everybody was throwing tomatoes at before he left. Yeah. Unfortunately, stupid, stupid. it's giving me bad flashbacks of also when he had that injury and he came back from that injury at Extreme Rules and attacked Roman Reigns and they popped in that arena. I was there. was insane. And then the next night, they had him cut, cut a heel promo. Oh, and it was yeah. just so horrible. I don't know why they keep doing this to um, set rounds because he's so talented and there is so much money on a field with him as a face and Roman with the character that Roman Definitely. is now, especially with the history that those two men have. Definitely. That being said, his fashion the last two weeks has been so on point that I would at least give him that. That suit last week, all leather, and then tonight he came out dressed like that. Hey, listen, at least he got a new stylist. You like see, uh, I couldn't be caught. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Those, those <laughs> high water nut hugger pants that he's wearing last week, I wouldn't be caught dead in them. Um, I don't know <laughs> he how he didn't all split leather him. suit, man. That that takes some balls to it. it wear. Oh, it definitely does, and it definitely gave him superstar flair. I just mm -hmm. that's not somebody I'm scared of in a fist fight, though. That's for sure. <laughs> You, because you know you're, you're like seven you're, feet. You're, you're, I don't expect giving, you to be scared of anybody. <laughs> you're giving the the female perspective. I'm guessing of he looked hot or he looked great. Not hot. Looked, not hot. No? I like the outfit. 
Okay. Hot is Roman Reigns coming out of nowhere and spearing Edge when I wasn't expecting it. Now that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the physicality part that you found hot. That's awesome. That's a true wrestling fan, folks. That's awesome. Tremendous. Uh, Nightmare Knee is clarifying that it was laughing my butt off. This is the weirdest wrestling <laughs> podcast I have ever been a part of. Uh, John Cena's Paul Spot $5 saying Bam Neely has been mentioned more times tonight than his entire career. This is a chance of oh, resurgence. LOL. Bam Neely stop. Appreciation Night. Who is please Bam stop? Neely. I know. I feel bad. Super chatter. Tell me. I'm going to write a super chat in a minute and say, read the next match, Glenn. I'm going to write a $20 super chat right now. <laughs> more than you make on this podcast. Uh, right. Um, the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina Snuka. Uh, this was good. I like the coordinated uh, move uh, they did with the kicks with the Riot Squad. They look good. Uh, I mean, Tamina and Nia is kind of a makeshift tag team, but whatever. They got to win. I like the idea of um, Natalia and Tamina getting together and just playing that underutilized veteran factor into a tag team. Right now, I feel like WWE is doing a good job of making the women's tag team division feel like a big deal again. Ever since NXT and the Dusty Cup ended like that match for the women, I think the women's tag team division just looks a little bit better now. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I just... I know Riot Squad feels like a more of a tag team. I get that. I just never been fans. I, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't want to admit that hmm, that that Liv Morgan is not a single star. I have a hard problem digesting this. Still, I don't like it. I don't think she got a fair shake at it. A great. I, I'm. I get it, guys. She's not the first. She won't be the last that this has happened mm-hmm. to. But still, I don't know. It's hard for me just to sit back and like she's not a tag team wrestler, let her be a damn star. Right. Like it's hard right. to sit there and watch it. That's all. I mean, it's challenging for them to book a women's division when they have so many legit stars. Right. Why they need their own show? I know. I because I don't feel that way about the men's lineup. I feel like even the six man tag in the main event tonight, like three out of the six guys, yes. Good, but the women's no, this was great, and I liked uh, Billy Kay coming out trying to align with Tamina and Natalia. That was good, yeah. Uh, so oh, Edge talked to Baron Corbin backstage. Uh, that was uh, actually, that's probably the best Corbin's been in quite some time. What do you think, Matt, though, about the bragging about oh, the expensive suit, the expensive watch? I mean, I, I know Corbin is a man of of uh, fancy tastes and likes the finer things in life. But do you think that resonates still in the year 2021 of being a complete a-hole? Yes, absolutely. It does. Always. Especially with people out of work. Mm. Um, it's the dickiest time I will argue in history to be bragging like that. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know what other people got going on. I have to assume bad things because of where we're at with a stupid freaking frustrating pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I always thought as a fan, I hated that guy. I always hated the braggart. I bragged about how the cars they drove, the clothes they wore. When I was too young to appreciate Ric Flair's heel them, you know what I mean? I hated him because he bragged like that. Yeah. But I think that what he was wearing tonight and even the watch, like that didn't look super fancy. That would be like bragging about his car and like pulling up in a brand new Nissan wow, Sentra. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then it shows he's tacky. Then, yeah, uh, you know, 
but but either way, a lot of times the most expensive things look cheap. Haven't you ever walked into a designer store and you see everybody wearing their sweatpants and their sneakers and their sneakers are worth like eight hundred dollars and you don't even realize it? Just saying. You know mine are. You know mine are. (laughs) I'm proud of my Jordans. I still um, tell the story about the $100 uh, uh, Fat Farm Velour uh, Powder Blue tracksuit that I didn't buy at Burlington Coat Factory for $100 20 years ago. Bargain of my lifetime I missed out on. Some frugal the shop only though. thing you and I disagree with at all, is, and it's just a tiny little hiccup in that, and it's just no Fat Farm, Sean John. Yeah. They were, they were the same. I mean, you, like it was the same brand. But this is at the time when we were when we were complete label marks. Yeah. You know what I mean? They ordered it from the same warehouse in China, I'm sure. The same like low oh, cost. Uh, like same yeah, I know, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just the the inscription. I'm sorry it didn't have Puffy's name written in there. That's uh, all that mattered, bro. That's all that mattered. The same with the Jordan emblem. Look what that's done still to this day. True. It's crazy. <laughs> uh Fernando Perez, Buck 99, saying growing up in Puerto Rico, IWA was way better than WWC, in my opinion. It was. It was. Their cards were good. Uh, Wolfbane, $3, saying I remember watching WWC on the UHF channel in New York. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jody Shaw Jenkins, saying just dreaming, but Cruz plus Cage plus Lashley, money. Hang on, slow down. Let me read this. Cruz, K- oh, Brian Cage? Mm. She likes Brian Cage. Um, plus Lashley. Is this in a three-way? Are we talking? Are we talking about a stable? Probably a stable. I'm guessing she means by that because she brought that up uh, uh, during AEW, getting him a different stable because the one he's in is frigging takes away from him. He, although this week he looked good. So Bailey on Ding Dong Hello tonight, uh, her show had Naya and Shayna. Uh, out came Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, and Reginald. Um, Reginald's allegiance to Sasha was uh, interesting. And uh, this mixed uh, gender tag was good. But what do you think about them pairing Sasha and Bianca if they're going to be WrestleMania opponents? I mean, they seem pretty darn chummy tonight. I think then we're stuck with two babies, or baby versus baby. Instead of doing, unless we get Sasha just to turn on her. Even though she's the champion... I don't know. I hope I think she Sasha has to be a little more heelish in this field than, than Bianca. Bianca has to stay babyface. Um, but I, I they're both gonna be babyface and Sasha's just gonna be a little more of an asshole than Bianca. You know, but I I don't know. I, I was I love Bailey in this segment, to be honest with you. I love that she got mad that Reginald didn't use the door <laughs> to come into the mm-hmm. show. I Bailey was incredible. I really, really love everything that she's been doing since this whole empty arena era. She's so entertaining. She is. Yeah, she's a high point of TV each and every week. This segment was fantastic. I think Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of good interplay uh, between everyone involved. And Reginald got the pin on Nia Jax. It was interesting. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, after we had uh, saw Carmella getting into it with Reginald. So, uh Look for that to, to break. May, ooh, maybe uh, Sasha versus Carmella. One more match for custody of Reginald the Sommelier. No. Exactly. Uh, Gary Paradis, Buck 99, saying Cole, Cruz, Gable, Otis, four heel turns. Yikes. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, speaking of which, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus Chad Gable and Otis is a match that actually happened here in the year 2021. What do you mean? Why? Well, I mean, because it's you think about Rey Mysterio and oh, Dominic's getting in wrestling too. Rey's back now. We got Dominic. They're gonna wrestle Chad Gable. Who's his tag partner? Otis. This was just so, weird. Like, what are you saying that you don't think? Like, I'm missing the mark here. On what you mean? No, I'm just saying that there there didn't seem like to be a lot of rhyme or reason to this, and like it just seemed random. If you if I would have said even six months to <laughs> oh, you, oh yeah. Yeah, okay, random, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if I would have said six months to you this match was going to happen, you're going to be like, what kind of weird, twisted war? I mean, well, in a throwaway match, I'd be like, okay, I can see that. They, they're struggling to get a match on TV for whatever rhyme or reason. They want to get Ray out there one more time for whatever rhyme or reason. It's just Ray and his kid versus whoever is how they look at it, I would imagine. Yeah, that's true. They disrupted their tag team division. There's no such thing as a tag team division. <laughs> so now you're left with all these made-up matches because they don't have tag teams. And uh, DQ'd for not listening to the ref. So Ray and Dominic won. But after Gable noticed, not done, ignored the referee. <laughs> and uh, beating up Ray after. Fans booing Otis. Think just six months ago, they were cheering him and his lovable antics, keeping a ham sandwich and his money in the bank briefcase. That's not yeah. kosher, but they overlooked it because he's a charming guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> charming um yeah I, I no offense to the guy you know he for me he jumped the shark on week three of his mandy rose storyline mm -hmm. i that's I, me that's me by myself as a fan by myself by the things that i like about pro wrestling not everybody else i'm not speaking for everybody. well speaking of which alan jones two dollars says who's today's version of bam neely maybe tucker or is it the guy pretending to be AJ Styles but using his shoot name here in this super chat? Cool. Um, That's the answer you get for keep talking about Bam Neely. I'm putting that in the title of the show tonight. Bam Neely Appreciation Night. Uh, Jason McKay, $10. <laughs> so is Reginald have more pins than Liv Morgan and Peyton Royce this year? Is he getting a women's title shot? Will Hogan come back and put this kid over? I mean... <laughs> Good for Reginald. I like Reginald. I think Reginald is very charming. I think it's this is very unique the situation he's in. It, it's good TV. Uh, the Smallier seemed like the dumbest character ever when they introduced it, but he's making it work. More power to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's. I don't want to get in the can of worms of it, but again, that's a slot that another woman should be taking. No offense to the well, I guy. I agree with that. I agree mm -hmm. with that. Although, you know, when you look at it in a weird way, they're saying he's so over, let's put him with Sasha. Like poor Carmella, that she can't even keep the sommelier. Because that, they see... That sucks for, for her. Because I thought she has done a good job since coming back, actually. Yeah. They just but they rushed it too quickly by throwing her. They put her in a title match way too fast. They should have let Stupid. her build up that new character because she was she was money. No pun. She looks different. Her music is awesome. Um, the look is different. Like I said, slightly. And her wrestling's improved. Like this is their fault. They 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 hit the fast forward button on this way too quick with her. Yeah, I could see her feuding with Bailey going forward. I think that would be a really good. Dude, anything Bailey touches right now is gold. I mean, mm -hmm. literally anything. 
And where's Rhea Ripley? Is she showing up Sunday? Like, what's going on with her? Is she going to be there Monday? What's what's going on? What's happening with that? I'm okay if they're not using her if they're not going to do anything right by her. Uh, yeah. They're going to be very careful with her because of what they did to her last year, man. Uh, and then uh, love that Daniel Bryan and Edge promo backstage tonight. That was fantastic. Yes. So good. The fans would have went bonkers if that was at an arena. Mm-hmm. And then the six-man tag that main event to tonight's show, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Jay Uso versus Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, and Kevin Owens. I'm cool with all this, but Corbin being in it, no offense to him. <laughs> I just, uh, I... <laughs> man. An edge on commentary. That was cool. I just, yeah. again, I don't like, <sighs> what'd you think? Is you think that like kind of cheap, not cheapens Roman and his storyline and whatnot, but like, I, I don't like when they put someone like that with not underneath talent, but like talent that's just stale and, and not, and not hitting at the moment. And then the argument's going to be, well, cool. Then Roman can help bring that guy up right to his level. Mm-hmm. Is the argument, and that's what the rub is called. But I just, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the interaction that Edge had backstage with some of the guys, and I enjoyed him on commentary. At the end of the night, uh, first of all, I don't know what was going on with Cesaro and his swing on Corbin before we even move on. It was a weird spot where he was trying to do the swing on Baron Corbin and missed it, and that is mm. so weird to see from Cesaro that it completely threw me out of what was going on. At mm. the end of the day. That my favorite part was Roman Reigns spearing Edge, which is what we're building towards. And he makes all these other guys just look like, why are we here? Also, I was very yeah. sad there was a little bit of an interaction between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens did not stunner Sami Zayn's last week, but Sami Zayn didn't care. He went for Kevin Owens this week. Yeah. So um, I, I like seeing Edge. I just feel like if we're going to milk him not picking who his opponent is, then maybe let's just get Elimination Chamber out of the way and bring him back. But I thought they did good use right. of it tonight. Yeah. I mean, if it's TV ratings, right, that they're going for, which they are, um, you know, the put edge on the show is not going to hurt them. Right. But, uh, but does it weaken it a little bit slightly to build to his match at Mania versus Roman? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. we get through this quickly and just get there already. Because mm-hmm. I think... Think, but again, we and we talk about this. This is the problem. Fans fantasy book themselves into a corner. You know, like oh, Christian's going to be back. Edge and Christian are going to do something. They're going to get involved in. It. Christian's going to get attacked. I mean, we still have Fastlane, but this is. A, I mean, I'm not excited. Wait, what? Wait, what? Time out. What? What? We have Fastlane coming up in three weeks. Yeah, there's another pay per view before Mania. Come on, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, this is why I don't want Rhea Ripley out yet. Like Matt said, if, if you're going to oh. use her for a filler, then keep her away until it's time for Mania. Um, but yeah, there is one more pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, God. So I am they- going to assume that the person that Edge picks is not fighting a Fastlane, right? Like whoever the Royal Rumble winners pick should not fight a Fastlane. And let, let's do number one contenders for the titles that are not selected at Fastlane. Yeah. We shall see. Uh, so Daniel Bryan got Sami Zayn to tap out, but then everybody hit their finisher, all six men, and then Edge came in and hit a finisher, and then Roman came out of nowhere and hit it, speared Edge. So it was beautiful. So do you see how that paints that picture though? Uh, the big dog standing on top of the mountain. Everyone looked big and badass, hitting their finishers one by one by one by one, and the exclamation mark was Roman. That's why you do those up, 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 ups to get to the final one mainly. 
and it meant more. It did. It, that was an exclamation mark on the show. Yeah. That spear was fucking badass. It was an exciting ending. I just think six man tags. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I concur wholeheartedly with you on that. Yes. They're a little lazy. Um, it's a way to get everybody out there and, and advance the storylines against why well, I don't get Web Corbin, you know, is out there, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I just I feel so bad. Like I feel like with Baron Corbin, we like Baron Corbin. I think we like Baron Corbin, but we seem to critique Baron Corbin a lot on this podcast. Oh, we definitely do. I, it does. I agree with you. Do you but send him like emails? Do you we send did him give emails, him props. No, direct messages on uh, uh, IG or not to him. <laughs> you don't say like, bro, get rid of the skullet, looking skinny fat. No, I I, I don't know him. No. Oh. <laughs> Listen, at least they told the story in a better way than Raw because that gauntlet match going oh, yeah. over an hour to finish Monday Night Raw was dreadful. Here, they did it in a shorter period of time and they told a better story at the end of the day. Uh, George Devine, $5, saying WWE should do one of those where are they now things that they do on former superstars on Bam <laughs> Well, I mean, why not? They do it on other people that you're like, who that? Wait, who? They've done that. I don't like saying one of my good friends is Mordecai, actually. Kevin uh, Fertig, who played that character. People can say the same funny, smart-assy joke about that, too. People remember Mordecai, though. I mean, I hope so, because that was a pretty cool gimmick that they did give him. Yeah, they just didn't follow through on it. No, I think that was the randomness of, as you're pointing out, it's not that. I mean, look, being in the WWE is an accomplishment in and of itself. I don't care who you are. That's great. Uh, But your initial reaction and Issa, yeah, I like who the f is Bam Neely. (laughs) Like, it's just rare when someone is in that like class where you just can't even put a face to the name. You know what's gonna happen when I can't sleep tonight? I'm gonna get on YouTube and search Bam Neely, and like it's gonna show up on my recommended now because it's gonna bother me. You'll remember (laughs) it when you see it. I mean, he Uh, didn't wrestle matches; he just was a bodyguard mainly. Got it. Got it. Uh, Jackson Callens, four ninety nine, saying, "Okay, so if Edge doesn't pick Reigns, which I'd prefer, stop. stop. (laughs) Who? I want NXT. Edge can bring a lot. Edge versus Cole Balor. Ratings, a long term place for him. Wait, wait, time out, time out. A long term place for who?" Edge, this young what, what the young whippersnapper? Come on, Jax. No, um, no, no, Jax. Here's why, brother, because he's there, like, like Glenn said, he's there seasonally, he's there to wrestle these big matches, especially him. He's there to have these big matches, but he's he's very giving in that Daniel Bryan type of way that he wants to get many other talents over and help get them to that level. But let me be very clear it's gonna, we all know this, it's gonna start with Roman and then it'll go from there, he'll lose. He'll go away from TV, hopefully, selling the whipping that, that Roman puts on him. Um, and then whenever he comes back, he comes back and works whomever. Um, I'd like to see him work AJ, quite frankly. I'd like to see him work um, Daniel Bryan. That, that could that could be a SummerSlam big match for them. Mm-hmm. Or Joe, like freaking A. Why is Joe still not wrestling? What the hell? I think, I'm pretty sure there's something going on there. I don't get it, man. It's probably not medically cleared. Uh, Terry Allen Jr., $5.20, saying, report from Dave Meltzer that the Murphy and Aaliyah story is over, you think? Uh, futile from the start because the story was lame and Murphy's underrated. I mean, they haven't, like, not since, what, November, October of last year, even? I don't remember anything. Yeah, you're right. I don't I don't miss it. I don't, I don't even remember until you just said it. Maybe they ran off together. Maybe that's the story. There you go. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Jacoby Wright, two ninety nine. <laughs> what are y'all's top five Marvel superheroes and powers? We talked about this on stereo uh, a couple weeks yeah. ago. Listen, I love Not participating. Iron. <laughs> I, on, I can't. I can't. I can't. Look, we we did this already. Flying for certain is my number one. Superhuman. No. Can I get all Supermans in one? Will that count as one? So like, I could like blow cold air and like freeze a gasoline tank, like Superman did in the movie. Oh, you could go along with flying. Yeah. Or, Superhuman uh, strength, run faster than anybody else, fly. Did I say fly? And fly. There we go. Those are my five. Glenn, go. But you're, you're also like a Wolverine and Punisher mark, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I throw those in there then. Those are my five. Okay. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> I don't know. I like Captain Marvel. I like Iron Man, oh. Captain America. I mean, as, as far as superpowers go, I just want to be able to teleport. I'll be happy with just that. Honestly. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Uh... I always thought it was pretty badass as a kid. All, all the X-Men. That era of X-Men was my favorite growing up. Glenn uh, says for your favorite superpower, you wanted that X-ray vision. No, I want immortality. Oh, I thought you said X-ray. Oh, no, and you were like, oh, you'll get old. People you love and your friends will die. And I said, I'll make new friends. Ah, I'll learn to love again. I do remember this conversation. It was a long time ago. Glenn, <laughs> we had it before the stereo question, actually. This was a long time ago. I do remember it now. Yeah, but no, I'm good with immortality. I'll, ma I'll make it work. You're going to watch wrestling forever? Yeah, I mean, it feels yeah. like th maybe this is hell. Maybe this is purgatory I'm in. <laughs> don't you think that would be sad, though? Like watching everybody die that you love and like you don't really have anybody left after a while? The f eight, eight centuries in a row? <laughs> I mean, if I'm immortal and as long as like, I mean, if I could if I could just freeze the age that I'm at now, like I'll, I'll meet new people. You know? Mm -hmm. Will you I'll be a have... vampire or just immortal? Just immortal. No, I don't want to. I'm vegan. That would be weird. I don't know how I'd pull that off as a vegan vampire. It'd be very, very strange. Oh, it'd be hilarious. It's a comedy. That actually. <laughs> that's that's a, a comic book right or there. Or it should be. <laughs> yes, there that you go. That should be. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> oh my God. What? What the? F like, your reaction Are you to okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, so Mike Morgan, and any relation to Matt? Uh, five dollars. Oh Matt, did you have any interactions with Ben Neely? I'm really feeling oh bad. You guys God. are running this into the ground. So, do you want okay? Do you want to see the rib on what's called ribbon on the square? You, Marks, I just welched you for God. How many super chats did somebody bring up Bam so far? Do we think five to ten? Oh, 15? easily. We're almost at 100 bucks tonight. Easily. You're welcome, Raj. You're very yeah. welcome, Raj. Because <laughs> if you go back and show watch, I was about to say, I'm 50 bucks right now, Glenn. I made the entire super chat, uh, the, the chat room talk about Bam Neely. Go write Bam Neely questions. Matt's going to get pissed off. But I stopped because then they won't ask it through the super chat and we won't get paid, or Raj won't get paid. Is your whole life just a big work? It's fun exactly. sometimes. That's fun. That's my favorite. That was my favorite part of wrestling as being a heel. That's why I love being a heel. That's he knows fun. what he's doing, folks. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> What's well, entertaining, especially when it's no offense, a shit show. I mean, tonight's show was good, but it's, you know, it is. When you do these podcasts back to back to back to back to back to back. Oh, and we got Sunday. Jesus. And, 
you you, you got to make it entertaining. I mean, you, you have to. It should be a short pay per view at least on Sunday. They have what like, four cards, like four matches on the card. Is it, is <laughs> it four? Even? Yeah, 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 yeah. Elimination Chamber seems so long. Those they're, they're always like an hour long. It never really gets going until, I mean, there's like the big spot through the chamber, right? Then the end. I mean, I think I, the chamber I think matches that... are going to be entertaining. You have some good, do you have some good guys in there? It's just a matter of getting them in at the right time and the right pacing. Is Raj going to be here Sunday? We don't know. Life's mm. a mystery. He will jump on if something like big happens at it. Well. <laughs> if, if not, he's to stand by. You could get that text. 10 minutes before. <laughs> hey, you're around to do the podcast? I might be drunk. But yeah, I'll be hey. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do something, man. Uh, okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks again to Stereo. Go register now. Download that app. Yes. Tune in Monday night for the after show. As it were, you're gonna steer the show. I'm not gonna confront that. We're gonna have just a love fest. The fans are gonna ask questions. We'll have some spirited debates. It'll be good. It'll be a good time. It's all positive. You, There's n- enough negativity and confrontation in this world. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. I don't know. I'm exhausted right now. Not enough. I always choose violence. <laughs> I saw <laughs> your tweets earlier and I was like, There's a lot to unpack here. We could, we could really get into this. Uh, but hey, uh, again, thanks to Stereo. Download the app for iOS and Android. Give a follow to NYC Demon Diva. And when she's broadcasting next, talk to her about her, about her violent tendencies and ways and what what made this all happen. And uh, Matt Morgan Puerto and I. Rican. It's easy. Okay. Uh, the after show, as it were, Monday night after Raw. We want your questions. You steer the show. Stereo. Give us a follow. And Sunday night. Elimination Chamber. I think we're, we look tired now. Wait till the end of the oh. chamber. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed right now and get some get rest because I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna need it. Uh, <laughs> thanks everyone. Have a good weekend. Uh, Elimination Chamber predictions. Someone wants to know. I mean, um, I mean it's pretty. Uh, it's not obvious. Isa, who do you think? Uh, I want Jey Uso to lay down for Roman Reigns, but I think it's going to be Cesaro and they're going to have a really good match, right? Oh, um, yeah. I think Drew McIntyre retains. That's an obvious. And who else is fighting? I don't I don't think Asuka. Asuka's going to fight um, Lacey Evans' unborn child and she will win. And then <laughs> I don't know who else is on the card, but Roman Reigns will stand tall and gorgeous at the end of the show and that's all that matters. There you have it. There, there you, you go, folks. Uh, shout out to Bam Neely, Brian Cyrus. Bam Neely is about as entertaining as Raw. <laughs> Michael the Virus, Bam Neely for life. Everybody, have have a good Friday night. Have a good weekend. We'll catch you back here Sunday on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.